The Dance of the Fairies Long, long ago in Cornwall Kingdom, on a hillock called the Gump, lived magical beings, or so it was rumored. The old men and women often told tales of how, on moonlit nights, the fairies danced there at their revels, and a few lucky humans who have happened to see them have been rewarded with small but rich gifts. Oh, wow! Even I want to see them dance. Yes, me too. <laughs> well, children, it is not that easy. It is said that only if the fairies want you to see them are they visible. And they appear when all the people of the kingdom are fast asleep in the dead of the night. I hope they let me see them someday. <laughs> Now, let's go to sleep, okay? Well, you heard the granny. If the fairies want you to see them, only then are they visible. And if you are thinking that they let only the kind and good people to see them, then you are wrong. Because, uh, these fairies are far from cliché, and, well, you will soon find out. When the next day came, a greedy old man entered Cornwall Kingdom. His name was George, and he had heard all the tales about the fairies. His purpose? I've heard the fairies have exquisite treasures. I will steal a bagful tonight when they're busy dancing. <laughs> for tonight is a full moon's night. I better sleep for some time so that I can stay up the whole night. <laughs> And on that moonlit night, when all was quiet, he stole softly up to the gump. And as he drew near, he heard delightful music, which seemed to come from inside the hillock. The notes were sometimes slow and solemn, and sometimes quick and cheerful. And so mesmerizing was the music that before he knew it, he began to tap his feet to the fairy measure. What? Why do I have no control over my body? And then his hands moved. It was as if he was forced by some unseen power to whirl round and round, but in spite of this, he soon regained his composure. <clears throat> I must stay alert. Suddenly, there was a crashing sound, and a door in the hillock opened and everything about the place was ablaze with colored lights. Each blade of grass was hung with tiny bright lamps, and every tree and bush was illuminated with stars. Wow. Out of the opening in the hillock marched a band of goblins, as if to clear the way. Then came a number of fairy musicians playing on every kind of musical instrument. These were followed by troop after troop of elfin soldiers carrying waving banners. <laughs> Look at them! They're so small! If they bother me, I can easily pick them up and put them in my pocket. Next from the hillock came a crowd of elfin servants carrying pitchers of silver and gold and goblets cut out of diamonds, rubies, emeralds, and other precious stones. Servants followed bearing aloft gold and silver platters heaped high with the richest ice creams, pastries, candies, and glowing fruits. Then they set out small tables made of ivory curiously carved, and the servants arranged the feast with order. 
And then out of the hillock came crowding tens of lovely winged fairies clad in neon-colored robes of every color like the rainbow. What is that fragrance? The perfume of a thousand rich flowers filled the air and the whole vast host of fairies began to sing a song as clear and sweet as the tinkle of silver bells. Behold the gorgeous night, music, magic, and light. Of wisdom, beauty, and delight, behold the gorgeous sight. And as they sang, emerged from the hillock the fairy king and the queen, their filamentous wings changing colors every time they flapped. And all gave way for the king and the queen, who came and took their seats. Behold the gorgeous night, music, magic, and light. Of wisdom, beauty, and delight, behold the gorgeous sight. Let the feast begin. Oh, yay! Oh, yay! The music turned into a cheerful, gingery music, and all the elves and the fairies and the goblins began to dance. So splendid was the show that George almost forgot why he was there and began tapping his feet to the song. But then, suddenly, he snapped out of the trance. I must remain focused. Hmm. Now my time has come. They're all busy making merry. If only I can creep up without being seen and go past the Fairy King's table, I shall be able to get enough gold from the hillock to make me rich for life. <laughs> and with his greedy mind set on this, he crouched down and began very slowly to creep toward the door of the hillock from whence the magical beings had come. But he did not see that the goblins had cast fine threads about his body while he was hiding behind the tree and were now holding the ends in their hands. Trembling with greed, the old man crept closer and closer toward the door. And as he crawled past the king's throne, he felt his knees and arms stuck to the ground. A greedy, a greedy, a greedy old man comes here hoping to ruin our plan. A greedy, a greedy, a greedy old man comes here hoping to ruin our plan. And as the music elevated and the magical beings danced and twirled around without a care, George suddenly felt himself being carried by hundreds of little goblins. No, no, no! Let me go! Whirr, 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 he heard as if a flight of bees were brushing past his ears, and suddenly he felt his body from head to foot had a prickling sensation like pins and needles. And before he could release, he was thrown upon his back with his arms outstretched, and his arms and legs were fastened to the ground with golden magic chains. No, no, no! But none heard his cries, for they all were busy dancing and singing. The songs in the night we sing unaware, once you've seen us, life's never the same. A greedy, a greedy, a greedy old man comes here hoping to ruin our plan. A step to the right, a step to the left, our fairy songs being joy into the air. A greedy, a greedy, a greedy old man comes here hoping to ruin our plan. And as they danced, the king and the queen too joined them, ignoring George and leaving him to his fate. 
There he lay trembling with fright and fear as a goblin stood on his nose, grinning. Get off me! <laughs> but the goblin was having fun. Dancing to the song, it removed a little bottle of honey and poured it on George's mouth, and at once he could talk no more. <laughs> away, away, away! I smell the day! 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 And as if it was a cue, the army of goblins, the dancing fairies and elves, and the goblins stopped what they were doing and rushed into the hillock through the door, which closed immediately and disappeared as if there never was a door there. And as for George, he saw them no more, and he was glad. At length the sun rose, and he found that he was tied to the ground with a myriad of gossamer webs, which were covered with dewdrops that glistened like diamonds in the sunlight. He shook himself free and got up. Wet, cold, and ashamed, he returned to his home. And you may be sure that he never again tried to steal the treasure of the fairies. And as for the fairies, well, still come out during a full moon's night and dance to their heart's content. And if you are lucky, you might be able to see them, but make sure your intentions aren't ill. <laughs>